Hey there, hi there, ho there. This week we did The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Because as I, you'll probably hear in the body, we cannot possibly make two podcasts over these movies. Andrew, I love you, but I can't do two hours worth of it. People really think these are like the worst movies to ever exist. They are not. There are worse movies I out there. I bet Andrew Garfield got a lot of hate. Yeah, he did. They're always saying, like, Andrew Garfield is, like, the worst one. If you if you think Andrew Garfield is the best, like, what are you doing with your life? Like, he did the best he, what he, with what he got. I mean, I, I think he did really great in the first movie. The second movie, I don't think it's his fault. I think it's all, like, the writing. There was a little bit too much. Yeah. I love you. I don't love you. I feel like people really forget that it's not just the actors who are yeah. doing this movie. It's the writers. And the writers have a big part in this movie, as do directors. Mm-hmm. But in this one, we talked about both movies. We talked about how I like to talk during the movies. We talked about milk. We talked a lot about milk. And there's a reason for it. You just got to get through the podcast. This is not a movie franchise for any vegans out there. It's just not for you. Just skip it. Yeah. Onto the podcast. Onto the podcast. Okay, so today on this podcast, we are going to talk about The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, because nobody wants to spend two podcasts on both of these movies. <laughs> Talking about Andrew Garfield. There's, yes. not, there's not enough time in the world. And Emma Stone. I mean, we can't leave her out I of wish it. this was a video, because I just, like, threw my hand, like, <laughs> like and. Seriously. Okay, it's not that these movies are bad. They're just not the best compared to the other Spider-Man movies. I think, you know what, I'm just going to say it. I think I prefer the Andrew Garfield, the first movie, Mm -hmm. to, like, Tobey Maguire. Because Tobey was just, like, really cringy. And I appreciate that the director who, I wrote his name down, hold on, hold on, it's something Webb, Mark Webb, Mm -hmm. fitting, school, school, Webb, um... I think, like, they took it in a more serious direction, which I appreciated. There are bits of comedy sprinkled in both, but it's not overly cringy. Yeah, I I understand what you're saying. I loved Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker, I thought he was a good Peter Parker if Peter Parker was a hipster. However, he is not a hipster. He is a nerd. So that's where I think Tobey Maguire really shined in the sense that he's, like, really a nerd and like cringy mm-hmm. like sometimes i'll watch spider-man and i'm like ooh, I, like I, I can't i don't know if i can watch this and i'm like is it on purpose am i supposed to feel like that on purpose i don't know i've been i mean it was a different time it, i will say it was i remember watching it as a kid and i thought they were so fascinating but now that i watch it i'm like this is so cheesy cliche and i'm talking about the first spider-man the second one was pretty good i think like they made andrew garfield out to be I don't want to say stoner, but that's the vibe mm-hmm. he gave me was stoner. Yeah, and one of the problems, which is a big problem in the Tommy Wire movies, I don't know why, like, it only took them, like, 10 years to figure this out, or, like, more than 10 years, 15 years, that you need an actual, like, person who looks like they're 15 years old mm-hmm. to play Spider-Man. And we didn't get that until Tom Holland, which I'm thankful now that we have that. It took Disney to realize that. But... Like, Andrew Garfield was probably in his, I don't know, mid to, like, 20s when he was playing Spider-Man. Yeah. And Emma Stone was, like, the same age. And Emma Stone just does not look like... Emma Stone especially does not look like she's in high school. Emma Stone really threw it for me because, okay, Peter, they tried to dress him like an Avril Lavigne skater boy. Mm -hmm. 
But Emma, the whole, both movies, I sat there and I was like, what is she wearing the whole time? Because she would be wearing a coat mm-hmm. inside. And I'm not talking like a little hoodie, a little pullover. No, like she had a full-on pea coat on for most of the movie. And those hideous knee boots that I hated. Yeah. Well, when I was, a few years back... I wanted to watch The Amazing Spider-Man, but I couldn't, like, buy... I didn't want to, like, buy it or whatever, so I tried to find clips on YouTube. However, I was very lost in the process. I had no idea what was going on. I thought Gwen Stacy was, like, this college student that, like, Peter had a crush on. She was, like, working at Oscorp, and Peter had, like, a crush on her, and it was kind of, like, a weird relationship type thing because she was older than him. Turns out she's the same exact age as him. It really just threw me off because she seemed so much more mature mm-hmm. than him because she has this fancy internship. She's, like, giving tours of Oscorp. Yeah. And she's going to high school. But she doesn't look like a high schooler. Like, how you said, she, no. the way they dressed her was just very business casual. And the hair. The ponytail the hair. didn't get me started. Yeah. Last episode, we talked about how um, Kirsten Dunst is a natural blonde, and they dyed her red. Yeah. And then uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is a natural red, and they bleached her blonde. And, like, Katie said, oh, I think Emma Stone is redhead. But, like, neither of us really knew. I, I mean, she I've is a her. natural blonde. We looked. I looked at it. Oh, up. she is? Yeah. Wow, because I've seen her with more redhead, like, fil- like more as a redhead in films. Mm-hmm. Hmm. She just really must she like said, her redhead. In an interview, that her coloring, like her fairness, like allows her to like pull off the red hair to where it looks natural, but she's like, nope, natural blonde. Okay, well, that is good information. I just thought that was interesting. Anyways, so let's start off. We're kind of going to talk about both movies at once because I feel like we're just going to go back and forth. I mean, this is, I kind of mix these two together. They just don't seem like two separate films to me. So, one thing I want to talk about is why is Peter, like, riding a skateboard in school? Who in their right minds, like, thought this was Peter Parker? I don't know. We need an edge boy. We need an edgy little boy. Oh, can I talk about it? Okay. Okay. This is something that I noticed. His, for the first, not half of the movie, but, like, for the first quarter of the movie, mm-hmm. he has this shirt, and it's a long sleeve. And he does the thing, the one thing that makes me, like, a little bit bothered. Okay. He has, you know the thumb holes that people cut in their long sleeves? Yeah. Oh, I remember. I think that's so disgusting. I don't know why, because I just imagine, like, your hand, like, imagine, like, washing your hand and you have your nasty little thumb holes. It's probably, like, wet and gross. I mean, you could tell he did that on his own, but I remember having shirts like that where they would come with the thumb holes, like, when I was 12. But, Peter, you're 15 years old or 16. I don't know how old he is in this movie. I think they're juniors, at least. Yeah. Because they graduate in the second movie, which I appreciated because Tobey Maguire, it's like they were in high school and two minutes later they're graduating. Yeah. Which I can't really – I mean, in some comic book versions, he's, like, older. And then some comic versions, he's a high schooler. I That's why I still prefer Tom Holland's, I think, because he is very relatable in a sense and he's going to stay – like, as a high schooler, I don't know what they're planning with the second movie, if it's, like, a prequel to the new Avengers movie, because that boy got wiped out. Spoilers. <laughs> I don't feel so good. <laughs> I don't feel so good. <laughs> but the first two with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, high school is kind of just a background setting, mm-hmm. whereas Tom Holland's, it's about high school. Yeah. I think we should, let's step away from I'm Tom I'm going to get away from it. Yeah, because, but because we're, we're talking, about, talking about being younger. Mm-hmm. You know who I thought was looking a little young? Okay. 
Aunt May and Uncle Ben. I know. I said, okay. I actually really like this Aunt May and yeah, Uncle Ben. I it, think they're my favorite, honestly. Yeah. The, I really loved Aunt May. Oh, that scene in the second movie where she broke down and told Peter, like, I'm just not good enough. I'm not like your dad. I'm not perfect. I have to take nursing classes with 22 year I don't know how to do this without Ben. I seriously was, like, about to cry because that was so heartbreaking because I really felt for Aunt May because I remember, like, in the second Spider-Man movie with Aunt May, I the with Tommy where I fell for her, but then she like took her hand away when to or when Toby when, when Peter Toby, when Tobias reached for her. <laughs> when Peter told her he's a reason that Uncle Ben died. She like took her hand away. I was like, you know what, Aunt May, mm-hmm. that was kind of rude. That's kind of I, I get your your feelings and feelings. I think it was a knee jerk reaction. Yeah, but I really loved Aunt May in these movies, even though she was kind of a background character. She wasn't the Aunt May that we really knew. But I, I loved her. Mm-hmm. I thought she was perfect, and she cared about Peter. I mean, the old one did too, but this Aunt May, she was like, boy, don't be coming to my house all these bruises. Yeah. And she's like, where are the eggs? The whole movie. And I was like, where are the freaking eggs? We don't know. We're in New York. Where are we supposed to get eggs? But they start this movie off with young Peter, and it's a flashback, and his, his dad, Dad, or like whatever and he has this weird voice like this not voice but like accent almost mm-hmm. where it doesn't line up i don't know but i thought it was funny because they dressed peter and peter's dad in the same colors as the house like they were trying to create a mood did you did they i didn't realize they were that both in like olive tones. only taylor can realize that taylor interior designer and fashion designer <laughs> me <laughs> i love colors and aesthetic it's better to coordinate than match but when they're dropping him off at Aunt May and Uncle Ben's, and the mom is knelt in front of him, and she's like, he doesn't like crust on his sandwiches, and he wakes his way with the white on. Like, couldn't Peter just tell them that? I know. Like, and I'm like... Like, isn't there more important things to tell them? Like, I don't know, maybe your child's allergic to something? <laughs> and I said something later when Peter comes in. This is after he's had the spider bite. And he comes in the house, and he, like, grabs that fly, and he looks at it. I'm like, oh, so he's down to eat a fly, but he's not down to eat some crust on a sandwich. Yeah. Okay, cool. We love dietary restrictions. Yeah. I found it I, – I did like how they um, kind of gave us a backstory on what happened with his parents in these movies. Because they didn't do that in the Tobey Maguire movies. They didn't do that at all. No. But in these movies, it, they were actually pretty accurate because in the comic books, they did die in a plane crash. I don't know, like – in the comic books, what the circumstances were, if it had anything with Oscorp. I have a feeling that it didn't have anything to do with Oscorp because that whole deal was, like, so messed up. I was like, wait, so his dad worked with this guy? I don't know. I was very confused because, like, Oscorp, it's in the first Amazing Spider-Man, but not really because Oscorp really steps up in the second movie. Mm-hmm. But what really hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. Was that there was no Daily Bugle scene. I know. No J. Jonah Jameson. Like, there's a newspaper shot where you can see it's a Daily Bugle. Mm. Peter mentions that he's taking pictures from the Bugle, like, one time. Yeah, and Harry even assumes that um, Peter knows Peter Par- P- Peter knows Spider-Man. So he wants him to get him and give him his blood so he can stay alive or whatever. He's like, well, you've taken pictures of Spider-Man. You should know him, right? And... I'm thinking to myself. Which is the worst logic? I not necessarily, not necessarily, because Peter even said I used a long lens. 
Me, I use a fat lens, <laughs> like to get a that really shot. long lens. Man, I'm, I would never even breathe the same air. <laughs> like, I could never. I can't even. I'm just so grateful to be on the same earth as him. <laughs> Peter is Spider-Man's biggest fan. <laughs> There's oh my god. Okay, so back to um our hippie dippy boy. <laughs> so when he's walking into the school with his little skateboard, his little film camera, mm. which I'm like, okay, we get it. You have a film camera because you're indie, you're hip, because the DSLR is not cool enough. But he just has his camera swinging on his arm. And I'm like, that's why your camera got broke because you're over here swinging it around yeah. left and right willy-nilly. And this girl stops him. He's like, hey, Peter. He's like, hey, girl, what's up? And then it's like, <laughs> who is this? Yeah, and she's like, what are you doing this again? And he's like, nothing because I'm a loser, but not really. <laughs> I'm just trying to be a loser. I'm just like an outcast and don't really understand. Oh my God. My parents are dead. I'm kind of getting Riverdale vibes. Yes. <laughs> but she says, um, can you take pictures of my boyfriend's car? I want to surprise him for his birthday. That is the stupidest birthday gift I've ever heard. Yeah. Couldn't you just... I mean, they I, of his car. They did have iPhones. This was like 2012. They did have iPhones. I mean, not the best quality, but yeah. you know... I'm like, or rent a camera. You can rent cameras. Just, I mean, they had iPhones, but what kind of phone was Peter using? Because he was playing that weird like ping game, and I was like, oh, um, I don't know. I think that was back in the years where they weren't quite ready to that debut like a the sidekick. Yeah, if anyone remembers the sidekick where you could like flip it out with oh, the keyboard. Yeah. yeah, I love those. Um, I have. Let's see. Okay, so. We have Flash. Which, who is he played by? Because I've seen him before. Um, let me look it up. Just tell your tale. Okay, so while she's doing that, I'm just going to continue. So Flash is, you know, being a bully, being a weenie head, basically. And he has this kid by the ankles and is like, eat your lunch, whatever your name is. And, like, he's hanging him upside down. This kid's neck is at, like, a 90-degree angle. So I know that he has a crick, I'm sure. And Peter comes up getting a little risky. He's like, you stop that, Eugene. And I'm like, oh, Eugene Krabs, stop. And then he runs up and throws him to the ground. I un- I understand why they put this scene in because they wanted to they wanted to seem like Peter is a real hero, not mm-hmm. Spider-Man. But I still can't see Peter Parker doing that. Like standing up to him. Yeah. And then the thing is, it's like him and Flash are kind of not enemies, but like also they're like frenemies almost. Um Chris Zalka? Zalka? Zilka? I don't know. He plays. I have seen him in Okay, let me see what he's in. He's a model. He's engaged to Paris Hilton. Wow. Wow. He was... shocked. hmm. I don't know any of these. He was in Everybody Hates Chris, but he was was various characters for three episodes. He was in Hey, Montana as Gabe Lamotti. I don't even know what... Hottie Lamotti. Wait, I have to look him up. Hold on. Hold on, guys. We're, we're stepping away from Spider-Man for a minute. <laughs> I just need to know who this is. Wave, Gabe Lamar. I don't know how to spell it. Oh, well. <gasps> he was. Let me see. Get Because she would say, Hottie Lamani. It's like, that's him. He's probably in other stuff, too. Um, he was just in a lot of Disney stuff. Yeah. That seemed like it. Anyways. I mean, I didn't really recognize him. I was just... I just know that I'd seen him before, but I just couldn't pinpoint it. Mm. And then, okay, what else, what else, what else? Um, oh, he gets beat up. He's out there laying on the ground, and then Gwen says he's over here. Peter. No, first she has to humiliate your boy Flash and be like, 
So, you coming over for two? Oh, yes. I was really disappointed. And I was like, why is this, like, a little bit <laughs> scandalous? Like, ooh. Like, what is this? And why are there no teachers around to break this up? I know. It's just going out there and clomping around in a little knee-high boots with their pink coat. Yeah, teachers are around. Teachers are around to break it up because they all look old enough to like no, not to. They're fight. all thirty-year-olds. Like yeah. they need to stop. I remember this was one of the first scenes I have ever seen of the Amazing Spider-Man. Like I saw it on YouTube, and I was like, "So is Gwen Stacy like, like a tutor or something, or like, um, like in in um, I don't know if intern is the right word, but she's like a student teacher, like yeah. a." We had those oh, like a name for it. We yeah. had those like in middle school and stuff. But I don't know. She looks just so much older. And she dresses so much older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because everyone else is dressed kind of normal. Mm-hmm. And then here she is looking like she's about to start her first day at Harvard. Yeah. So hey, Peter makes his way to um, Oscorp because he wants to meet Dr. Kurt Connors because. I think he heard something that he worked with his dad. Mm-hmm. And then cross-species genetics. Yeah, so Peter actually doesn't have an appointment at um, Oscorp, but I thought the scene was really funny when he took, like, one of the name tags of somebody random, which, by the way, why don't they ID people? They just know. let them take, like, IDs of people. And this guy gets, like, he's like, but, but I ha- I'm an intern here. I, I need to work here. This is, where I'm, this is where I belong. And he gets dragged out. And I was like, Peter, you're really going to do this to this kid? I wrote down that Peter's ruining everyone's life right honestly, now. Honestly, these films kind of make me not like Peter Parker as much. Well, he, in that scene, he, okay, first of all, he takes that opportunity from that guy, like mm-hmm. Rodrigo, whatever. And then Gwen says, okay, I know you're not supposed to be here, but don't stray from the group because you're going to get me in trouble. What does he do? 2.5 seconds later, strays from the group. Yeah. And then he goes into the spider room and ruins that. And I'm like, boy. That room was really creepy, by the way. The way he moved in the spiders, that was me. No, and all these spiders just, like, fell on him. I was like. I could feel it. It was so disgusting. I could feel it. Because I've I've been through some spider webs before, and it is not fun. Spiders are icky-bicky. Yeah, icky. And one... And he gets bit on the neck in this movie, mm-hmm. not on the hand. The neck. The necko. And then the he neck. goes home and is all sweaty and stuff. And, like, there's, like, the ground. Isn't it, like, flooded or something? Yeah, the basement. Or is that? That's a different day. It's the day before that. Oh, they, they need to paint the. No, the kitchen needs to be bent. I'm sorry. It's this flooded in the basement, and that's when he finds the briefcase thing. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. This These movies are a little confusing. They, they kind of blend together a little yeah. bit. But he goes down there, and Uncle Ben's like, oh, look at that mouth. You got hit, my boy. And then he gives him a steak. And I said, I became even more vegan when he put that frozen steak on his face. I know that's a TV trope, but does the modern American family really do this? No. And nobody puts peas on somebody, like, on their black eye. Like, you know, it's just ice. They took a... Yeah, just... Do you not have ice? Why do you have frozen peas but not ice? I know. I'm like... And it was just a raw steak, not in any packaging Ew, or anything. that's so disgusting. And he put it on his face, and I said... I'm vegan. Like, and then I was like, I'm you vegan. You can, like, get that stuff in your eyes, and that is so disgusting. Just, ugh, no. And I didn't even really see the injury on his face, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I knew it was, like, around the mouth, because I was like, oh, it kind of looks mm-hmm. swollen. But it was like, what happened to your face? I'm like, I could not even see anything. Like, do you have supervision? Aunt May is the true superhero in, in these films. But Uncle Ben comes up with his bowling trophies, and I think like, this is <laughs> so funny. And she's like... 
get those dirty things off my dang table. These are my bowling trophies. Oh, by all means, keep them on my table. Yeah. I I really love the chemistry between Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Aunt May is just, she's running that household, and I support her. Mm -hmm. So Peter goes upstairs. He's having his little spasm. He's like, what's happening to me? <laughs> like, I can't. And then he's like, I'll just sleep it off like Tobey Maguire. It's Let like, me just sleep it off. It's just like puberty. <laughs> That's what it As is. if I hadn't gone through it before. I need a second one. For real. But he wakes up and he opens the toothpaste and it just squirts out and he's like, huh? That's normal. So he just takes the toothbrush, wipes it off. And then he, like, breaks everything in the that faucet, scene. The shower curtain. I thought that I really loved that scene. That scene was so funny because he just had no idea. He was too strong. So he takes the doorknob and he takes his two fingers and he's just like, it's like, doop, doop. like that. Yeah. What else did I put down? See, I, like, don't even know if this is sequential or whatever. Oh, I put the Brits invade because I was like, oh, yeah, Andrew Garfield's English. So is Tom Holland. Oh, yeah, true. Wow. Wow. Oh, I don't know if, like, we kind of passed this or whatever, but, like, Dr. Connors, when he comes out at the internship thing, he, okay, if you haven't seen the movie, Dr. Connors is missing an arm. and He got it from a plane, did he? I think it was the plane crash. Was he in the plane crash with his, I think so. I can't remember. But he says, haha, I'm a southpaw, like, trying to make wow. a joke. And I did not know that reference. That I means never you're that. left-handed. Yeah. Yeah. I was like... I learned that from The Walking Dead because there was this scene where, like, Negan was going to, like, cut off the kid's arm. He was like, are you a southpaw? The kid's like, no. I'm like, what the – what does that mean? I had to do it. <laughs> I said, what? Yeah. But, yeah. Were you going to say something? Um, I'm just, you know, scrolling out. Oh, I was going to say, they basically ripped off the whole, like, how Uncle Ben died. I mean, I get that they're trying to do it the same exact way. You know, with great power comes great responsibility and all that stuff. But it was, I mean, so Peter goes into the grocery store and he's two cents. He he can't buy the milk because he doesn't have two cents. So so then he lets the guy get robbed, just like in the Tobey Maguire movie where he doesn't get all the money he's uh, he deserves, and then the guy gets robbed and Peter's just like. That's your own problem. This movie is not about spreading the vegan message. No. They got some not. chocolate milk. They got some eggs. Wow. Some steak. PETA is coming after the Amazing Spider-Man. I'm fighting. Um, I put down... Na, 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 na. Oh, when he's like having this little freak out thing and he's like looking everywhere and he sees the spider on the skateboard and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I put down, why is he using Bing as his search engine? <laughs> <laughs> I realize that in a lot of movies... They use Bing. I think it's because they don't have the money to, like, they, they used it in Google. They used it in Twilight, didn't they? Or was that Yahoo? I, I don't remember. I think uh, it was Google. They used... No, I don't... I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm I just know a lot of movies have used Bing when they're doing the the uh, the typical, oh, I need to search this. I have symptoms. I need to search this. Or, oh, my goodness, he's a vampire. I need to search this. When he Googled the spider bite thing, mm -hmm. I, like, I could relate because there was a time when I thought I had been bitten by, like, a brown recluse because we love skin conditions. Oh. And I was like, in those images, those were tame. Ew. The ones they showed, those were tame. Because the ones I saw, <laughs> it was, like, skin all, like, decay. Uh, no. I put, why does the decay rate algorithm, which if, okay, basically his dad came up with this formula, but it wasn't finished, and it was in the briefcase, and it was hidden in the mm -hmm. back zipper thing, but 
I said, why does it look like the quadratic formula, though? Aw. <laughs> like, oh, so I'm going to, like, skip to the second movie. So what were those coins in the calculator? They were subway tokens. Okay, so why... I thought it was money at first. So why did he keep all those, his dad? I mean, I know he was going to the Roosevelt... Like the, the hidden train. The was. hidden train where Roosevelt was. But, like, why did he keep all those tokens just to, in his well, calculator? Aunt May said... I don't know why he hid him in the calculator because I thought that was stupid. But Aunt May said, yeah, he would get the train, like, or the sub, whatever. The... The method of transportation. Yeah, what a coincidence that Aunt May told Peter everything he needed to know to fit the puzzle. I don't know anything, but also here's all this information. (laughs) (laughs) But he like opens, busts open this scientific calculator and all these coins fall. And at first I thought it was like currency. I thought it was like, it looked like euros. Like I'm rich guys. I was like, dang, why does he have euros? And then I was like, oh, they're subway tokens. Yeah, but um, Peter finds out that his Dad put his blood in the spire, in the sp- spider crossbreed. I don't know. It was really confusing. It kind of reminded me of that show Rain on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. But it's kind of a similar premise with like only my DNA can work or whatever. Yeah. Um. Da, 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 da. Oh, hold on. I guess I need to like zip it on back to the the first movie. We got to talk about the romance between Gwen and Peter. It was very fast. Mm-hmm. Like, very fast. The boy falls and almost cracks his head open. She's like, what's your name? He's like, you don't know my name. <laughs> and she's like, I know your name. I'm asking him, you know your name. Wow. It's like, it's, it's Peter. Wow, Peter. And then she's like, what's your last name, sweetie? <laughs> it's Parker. 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 I do. I realize that they're trying to get a different romance from the Mary Jane Watson. I'm glad. I appreciate it. I do really appreciate it because Gwen Stacy is one of his love interests in the comic books. But it was just, like, so fast. And I don't know if they were expecting to just do two movies. But they made them them together in the first movie. I was like, okay, I guess we're doing this. It was very insta-love. But the reason I'm okay with it is because Gwen, she wasn't as needy as Mary Jane. Because Mary Jane was, like, constantly, like, I need validation. Feed my ego. <sighs> I have no confidence. <sighs> Men treat me bad. That's, like, one of the reasons why I just don't want to watch the original Spider-Man. It's just- yes, because she was the worst. But the Gwen, in the second movie, when her and Peter kind of go on a break, mm-hmm. which I'll talk about later, she is like, you know what, Peter, I can't do this anymore. Like, either we're together or we're not. Like, make a decision. Yeah. And I was like, thank you for standing up for yourself and not repeating this cycle over although, and over. Although I do say, in the second movie, she's constantly putting herself in danger because she feel like, feels like she needs help. Even though Peter's just like, no, 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 like, you shouldn't be here. And she's like, I can make my own decisions. I'm like, okay, I get that. But, like, Peter's trying to tell you I it's dangerous. Made it, I made a note about it. I was like, <laughs> Girl, like he has superpowers and you don't. It's yeah. not even a man woman thing. It's like a I have abilities that you don't have. Yeah, and even and she kind of died because um, she thought she needed to be there. And I get that she kind of helped like defeat Electro, but at the same like like she died mm-hmm. because of the, I guess the Green Goblin or whatever. I guess if that's what he's being called. Can we talk about Branzino? Branzino. Like, Gwen asks Peter out, basically. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you like Branzino? <laughs> and then I was like, what the heck is Branzino? I had to no. look it up. And it's fish. And, like, I'm a, literally a pescatarian. I'm like, I is don't that know what, what that is. Oh, that's what they're eating at her house? Yeah. 
her fancy apartment. I put, you like Branzino? And I'm like, what is Branzino? It's a fish if you're wondering. Well, And then he shows great. up to her house through the window, which is romantic or whatever, because we love a good fire escape boy. Yeah, but wouldn't their parents be like, how did he get here? That's what I said. Yeah. I was like, he didn't come through the front door. Like, I mean, in New York, you can explain it away because there are fire escapes, but even that's kind of sus. Mm-hmm. She's like, do you bring your suit? And I'm like, girl, you did not tell him it was a formal affair. Yeah. And, like, he, he didn't know that you lived in a rich apartment. For real. But um, what I found funny is they're eating the fish, and he doesn't really quite know how to eat it, and the little boy's just like, I'll help you out. What yeah. made me want to vomit, and I put, like, the pukey emoji where it's, like, green, mm-hmm. I said, okay, why are they drinking milk with fish? Oh, that's... Did you see that? Yeah, that's so... Said, like, n- just because you're, like, not legal, you, you can't legally drink, like, wine or something, doesn't mean you have to drink milk. milk. Like, the parents, they have, like, a water and a wine. Mm-hmm. And then the kids all have milk. This is not middle school. Yeah. You don't have to have milk with every meal. Because I'll say it right now. My house, we did not have milk with meals. No, I don't dr- That's so odd because milk kind of fills you up. Milk does not go with most yeah. foods. Unless it's a cookie. A good cookie. See, that's the only time I'm like, milk is okay if you're having like a pastry. Yeah. I'm like if you're having cake or a cookie. Mil- okay. That's where I'm agree. But like if you're having fish, that sounds disgusting. Yeah, that's like in, in elementary and middle school where if you get – like a lunch at school, your only options are milk. Yeah. You're either eating strawberry, regular, or chocolate milk. And we I had never, orange cream milk one year. That's cool. I remember one year or like one week, all the milk was frozen, like the entire week. But they never offered water. No and water. Like, and me with my lactose, I'm like, I am lactose intolerant. I mean, I never questioned it because I drank that chocolate milk straight down. <laughs> but <laughs> that was before I realized what food sensitivities are. Yeah, but I that makes me question now why didn't why don't elementary schools ever offer water? I mean, you can go to the water fountain in the cafeteria and drink water, but yeah. there's no cups or anything. Like I knew there were people in elementary school and middle school that would bring a water bottle to lunch because mm-hmm. some people just don't like milk, and mm-hmm. I'm on that train because I don't really like milk anymore. Um, like, now, as an adult, I don't just sit down and have a glass of milk. Like, mm-hmm. no. I don't know. I got all... Well, I did get almond milk the other day, and I just felt like opening it up and just pouring me a, a cup of almond milk. Regular milk grosses me out. It's, it's like a thick consistency compared to almond milk. And it's like... I feel like I can taste the cow. Like, ew. I don't like it. Yeah, but... Wow. Now we're talking about... How did we get from... Oh, okay, because they were drinking milk. Oh, but Peter and Gwen's dad kind of get into a little heated argument. About, I, I love that scene. Yes, like, okay, so Peter's Peter's dad, dead. <laughs> Gwen's dad is like, that Spider-Man out there causing those issues. Her dad is basically J. Jonah Jameson, like mm-hmm. 2.0. Um, and then Peter's like, I think he's just, you know, trying to help out with, like, the squad. And I said, I'm taking Gwen's dad's side because he has a gap in his teeth and I do too. So we're the same. Basic, basically, Peter in these two movies is just Spider-Man's biggest fan because mm-hmm. even when Harry's just talking about Peter, or Spider-Man and how like he's not really saving – I don't know what his argument was. He's just like not really saving people or whatever. Peter's like, I think he just represents hope. Harry's like, hope for what? Peter's I'm like, Harry, Peter's honestly. <laughs> Peter's like, hope for something getting better, <laughs> I guess. And like, Harry's like – 
what the heck is hope? <laughs> He's like, hope? my life is terrible. Hope? My dad's dead, and I had the same terminal illness he has, and I'm dying, but you won't give me Spider-Man's blood. Hope. Like, oh, what's the hope? It's like, hope. oh, I got sent to boarding school at age 11, and we're going to talk about hope. Hope. I got fired from the position where I'm supposed to be firing people. Hope. <laughs> this week's episode is titled Hope. Hope. <laughs> but um, I put down... Oh, hold on. This is the scene. This okay. is the scene that I think they made, if I'm remembering correctly, this was in one of the original teaser trailer or whatever thing. When, um, who is the villain in the first movie? Dr. Liz- some lizard oh, guy. Oh, lizard boy. So he's like throwing this like car off the, I almost said the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. We're in New York. Mm-hmm. No. He's throwing this car off this bridge and the little boy that's in the car and he's like, put my mask on. It's going to make you strong. Oh, I remember that. And yeah. Like, and then the car, like, catches on fire. And like, a little bit faster, my dude. Hurry up. He's like, oh, come on, come on. Let's do it. I, I get that kids are scared, but sometimes you just got to, like, slap them in the face and be like, come on. Boy. <laughs> Boy, if you don't hurry up. I don't have time to be making little uh, metaphors and stuff <laughs> like the mask is going to make you stronger. I, I don't have time to encourage you. You just need to go. He's like, I can't. And I'm like... Yes, you can. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't just shoot the web and just, like, pull him out. I don't know, but... Because that's what he ended up doing in the end when the car fell. Yeah, but speaker, uh, speaking of teaser trailers, I am, one of my first memories of the Amazing Spider-Man, these movies, is the... Te- I think it was teaser trailer, and it's the part where Peter is, like, in the back of the car. He sneaks up on this guy who's trying to rob somebody or uh, take the car, and he, likes He does his web thingy, and he's like... and that. And I remember him being, like, the funny Peter, the mm-hmm. funny Spider-Man. That was different from Toby. And I remember thinking, wow, this is going to be really funny. I will never see it until 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in theaters because I was – I don't even remember. I think we went – we were supposed to be playing at graduation, and we went to the movies because it rained. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah, I, did, I never saw it in theaters because – I don't know. I was... Those are some nice sunglasses. They do. They do have a little crack in them. Aw. Well, I... As a kid, we never really saw movie... Like, movies and stuff in theaters because it was so expensive. And so my parents kind of took me to whatever they wanted to see and thought was family-friendly. So I saw, like, The Nine Museum 2 and, like, some... That's a good movie, though. It is good. And then I saw that Jack and Jill movie with Adam Sandler. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) And then, I don't know, it's a lot of movies that my parents think are going to be, like, really funny, but they turn out... I just don't like comedy movies in general, so I just... Same. But, um, yeah, we never got to see, like, all those kind of movies because it gets expensive. But now that I'm older, I can pay for my own stuff. I have my own Fandango gift card. I go, and I'm going to watch those movies. I never really went to the movies with my family because, like, my granddad doesn't really like to watch movies. Mm -hmm. And my grandma, she only wants to go see, like, Medea, and that's not my vibe. So, that's that's my parents, and I'm like, you know what? I'll sit this one out. I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna stay at home this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I would just go with my friends. So I got to see like what I wanted for the most part, except for that one time that I said I was gonna go see this one movie, and then like my friend was like, let's go see Easy A, and then I got in trouble and couldn't go to the movie for like two weeks. Oh, I the only times I ever saw movies with my friends was Breaking Dawn Part Two. We all cried when we thought Carlisle was a goner. And then I think that was, like, the only time. I don't know. I never saw movies with my friends. I saw Girls Trip, 
Yeah, that was a good movie. Like that's one of three times. That's one of the only comedy movies that I really like. But however, I did almost fall asleep at the end because it was like midnight and I was pretty tired. Let me give my girl Taylor a shout out, Taylor. I know that's your movie, girl. I know that's your movie. And then I saw Beauty and the Beast. This is all like recent stuff. And then I saw Fantastic Beast, and that's that's all I have to say. But now I I mostly go to movies by myself because that's like a relaxing time. I was always nervous to go see movies by myself, but pretty relaxing now i have to go with somebody because i like to talk during the movie wow you're one of those you like to talk during the movie i'm not like oh my god girl what are you doing this weekend like we do commentary during the movie wow i would but i'm like quiet i'm not like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i mean i went to see black panther with you and i guess you were i mean we didn't really talk that's because i didn't like know (laughs) y'all i was like i mean that's true sitting by myself we only knew each other well i was gonna go see it by myself and then i was like yeah I might as well see it with like these people. Like, if it's somebody where I'm, like, I'm not at that level, I'm not going to say anything. But, like, and I don't talk during the whole movie. It's just, like, when something happens. I don't believe happens, you. Okay, let's go see a movie, like, right listen, after this, okay. and we'll see what happens. Right after this with Who's Money. But, yeah, no, like, my friend Danielle, like, that that's our thing. Like, we'll sit in the movie, and, like, someone will say something stupid, and we both just say, like, mm. Like, when we saw a drift and Shailene Woodley stuck her fat hand in that dang peanut butter jar being wasteful as heck. And I'm like, you don't know how long you're going to be in this. Was that like, movie? In the middle of the ocean. Was that movie actually good? No. Okay. It was not, like, no. The, tra- the trailer is always the ad that comes before the YouTube video. And all I can think of Shailene Woodley's um, scream. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Shailene Woodley. I'm not like, either. She's just not the best actress and something about her voice kind of throws it off for me she's not very diverse in her acting she plays like the same character over and over Mm -hmm. but she it's based on a true story yeah but i don't know like and i call the way the plot was going to go from the beginning like two minutes in the movie i said i think this is what's going to happen what happens Uh, just tell me i don't Okay, so she and this guy, like, they meet while she's working on this island, and then they, like, go out to sea together. They mm-hmm. get stranded because there's this, like, tsunami, hurricane, whatever. And the guy, she's like, he's injured, but actually he's dead. Mm. And, like, she's hallucinating. And I, like, called it from the beginning. Wait, so she's hallucinating the entire movie? No. Wait, like, they're in the ocean, but she's oh, hallucinating okay. that he's still alive. Oh, okay. And, like, she finally gets to shelter or whatever. But the thing she was doing made no sense to me because I said, you don't know how long you're going to be in the middle of the ocean because you don't really know where you are right now, first of all. But she's out here, like, there's limited food on this boat. She has this skippy peanut butter, and she is, like, globbing it. And I said, slow down. You need to ration this. You don't know how long you're going to be out here. And I remember, like, um, she's vegetarian in the movie. And Sam Claflin, whatever his character's name is, He's like, there's a good source of protein, like, right there. And his leg is, like, messed up. And I thought <laughs> I thought he wanted her to eat his leg. Oh, God. I know when you were saying that, I was like, uh. I was like, because the way he said it, I was like, just, I, like, leaned over to Danny. I was like, is he talking about his leg? <laughs> and then she was like, I don't even know. And then he meant, like, fish. You're in the ocean. Mm. She's like, I'm not doing that. I'm vegetarian. Look, I get that, but if you're stranded on a desert island... Desperate times call for desperate yeah. measures. That's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. But no, I talk during the movie, but not in a rude way. Like, I'm not being loud to where, like, the whole theater can hear I feel me. like we need to go see a movie together just so I can, like, validate this. It depends on the movie, too. Because some movies... Like, it's not, like, if it's a horror movie, I'm not about to be talking during a horror movie. Yeah. I'm, like, sitting there, like, afraid. I still need to see A Quiet Place. Have you seen that? I saw it. 
I know, like, what happens in the beginning, but I don't know what happens in the end. It was okay. They should have just killed the deaf girl. Well, don't... Well, at least I know she's alive. <laughs> well, don't tell me anything else, because I was going to rent it on iTunes, but it's, like, $6 to rent it. Well, it's just everything was her fault, basically. Okay, well, don't tell me anything else. I just need to see it. It looks so good. But it's, I've also heard it's really good. It was good. I don't think it was, like... But I always feel like this when people are like, it's the best movie ever. Like, I never feel like it's kind of the get out of 2018. You know how Get Out was like really hyped? And like, Get Out's a pretty good movie. I didn't see it. It's, it came out around the same time as A Quiet Place. And it's like both kind of horror style movies, but at the same time, they're not like extremely scary, apparently. But um, yeah, I feel like A Quiet Place kind of got the hype of Get Out. I think the concept of it was cool because like, the majority of the movie, it's super silent. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so quiet, we could hear the movie going on in the next theater over. Mm-hmm. but Or the next screen, whatever. And that was a cool concept, but whenever there was sound, it was, like, crazy loud and jarring. Yeah, I don't know. Should I just waste $6 to see uh, a quiet I mean, place? I think it's worth to watch. Yeah, but I wish it was cheaper. But the main source of pro- like. It's always the moody teens, the moody young people that ruin everything. But she's not like a teen. She's like 10. How old she's is she? She's like 13 or something. Oh, like, 13 year olds are the worst in these kinds She's always like, I'm deaf. <laughs> like, the whole you know movie. She, you know she's deaf in like real life. Yeah, but I'm like, we get it. Okay. Like, your mom's pregnant. You know, what if you anything, think? their family was lucky because they know sign language and they didn't have to talk to communicate. That is real. So, you know what? I'm going to watch a movie, and then maybe we'll do a podcast over a that quiet place. That family just did stupid things. Maybe we should do a podcast over a quiet place. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I'm know if watch. it would be funny, because it would just be me being like, well, why did they do that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it. And then maybe next podcast in the intro, I'll just be like, so this is how I felt. I don't know. What, what, where are we even at? It is. Back to Amazing Spider-Man. Sorry, guys. We went off track. But listen, if you're, I'm not even apologizing anymore because y'all know how that's how it's going to be. Yeah. We, that's kind of our thing. I'm not apologizing for being myself. Mm-hmm. We're not very organized here. Do you hear the bells? Yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote down, oh, okay. So this is when Peter, I guess I need to give context or whatever. He's trying to catch a lizard boy. And he's down there laying on that, like, spiderweb mm-hmm. hammock, and all the little lizards come, like, and he has his little film camera taped up on the wall, and then he gets out, almost drowns, gets clawed halfway to death, and the lizard boy smashes his camera, but before that, he reads the back, and it says, property of Peter Parker. Now, you're probably thinking, why is she talking about this? No one cares. Is it bad that I am, like gross enough to know like what kind of label maker they used to do that yes it's a dymo label maker oh my gosh (laughs) because that's like the hipster label maker because it's black and it's an embossing well i'm telling you these these movies are the hipster version seriously because like that embossed label like Mm -hmm. that's like a hip thing to do Mm -hmm. like loki i want one like yeah um i want to talk about the second movie they made the same mistake as the third original trilogy movie 
Why did they put like three? They basically put three villains in there. Oh Why?、God. I was fine with Electro. I was fine with him being a villain、mm-hmm. because he was like a good villain. And then they had to put Harry in there. I'm like, can Peter just have a friend who's not like his girlfriend? Their friendship did make sense to me because、yeah. okay, so we talked about it earlier. But Harry's dad dies. I wrote down the disease that he has. I couldn't find the disease. I don't think it's real. I think it's like a fake disease. Oh my god! I think I did look it up, but it's just like. Yeah, I wrote down like the name of it, and I can't Hold on. remember.、Hmm. Dang it! I remember looking it up because because I was thinking like, what is this? Is this because it has something、oh, to do with the lungs? Retroviral hydroplasia. Because didn't have something to do with the lungs. I don't know. All I knew is it made you have like claws. <laughs> like, I, I don't, don't remember. I I do remember looking that up, but but this、yeah. one I thought it was cool because in the Amazing Spider Man. The Green Goblin, he's not really created、mm-hmm. like he was in the past. It's more of it's a passed on thing. It's a genetic thing. Yeah. Because in the past, like in the first one, Mister Osborn, he gets in that chamber, and that's how he becomes Green Goblin. This one, it's just a disease that you get. Yeah. Well, technically, didn't Harry become the Green Goblin because he took some of the spider venom, and it just like created him into some sort of. Monster type.、Mm-hmm. Ew, that was like so, that whole scene was so disgusting. Listen, we've talked about this earlier. Dane DeHaan, who plays Harry Osborn in this franchise, is one of the loves of my life. I still have no idea where I've seen him from, but you know what? I don't care. I've seen him in like he's in Valerian. He's in um. Oh, there's like another. I, there's like a big thing he's in. I can't think of it right now.、Mm, I don't know. It's like the cure or whatever. How do you spell day? D a n e d a h a a n. Oh my gosh! Hold on. But he's married and he has a baby girl named Bowie, as in David. Wow. Wow. Do you say David Bowie? Yeah, David. David Bowie. Oh, I was. I thought you were talking about Bowie David. I was like. I was like, he has a、Bowie. baby girl named Bowie as in、oh. David. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why. Okay, whatever. But um. The Brits call him Bowie. Bowie, Bowie, but yeah. And then at the very end of the movie, they、um, Harry's like locked up, and then they have they're having this whole project or whatever. Where I mean, they're basically setting it up for a third movie.、Mm-hmm. And then they have the Rhino, which is the most ridiculous villain, who is the same guy from the beginning of the movie, like the Russian mob dude who's played by Paul Giamatti. Oh, I didn't even like remember because I just—it was so forgettable. And like the little boy Jorge goes、oh, out there in his little Spider-Man costume、yeah. and is like, "Stop!" I actually really like that. That was sweet. Yeah, because that kind of represents what Spider-Man truly is—like a, a hero that makes other people want to be heroes. Like that little boy, I almost cried. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, is that the same kid that Peter like fixes the wind turbine? Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Although his web things do disintegrate in like two hours. Yeah,、so. but like somehow they. <laughs> but then,、um, oh, I wrote down. Speaking of crying. Max Dillon, who is Electro or、mm-hmm. becomes Electro, whatever, he made me so sad because、mm-hmm. Peter Parker saves him, and he's like, "Me and Spider Man are best friends," because Spider Man basically tells him like, "You're my eyes and ears. You're like, my eyes and ears out there." And、yeah. he's like, "Someone noticed me. I'm important for once." Yeah, because he doesn't have any friends, so he like really assumes he that he's his eyes and ears. But, yeah. Peter, but Spider-Man never like contacts him in any ways, 
And he's throwing his this whole birthday party. And it hurt my heart. I honestly almost cried when he was looking in his fridge and he has a little birthday cake. And he's mm. like, yeah, Spider-Man. Like, he's having a conversation with himself and he sings himself happy birthday. And this is why I don't like celebrating birthdays. I don't, like, I don't mind celebrating other people's. Like, I will, like, literally be annoying for other people's birthday. But, mm. like, mine, I don't really like to make a big deal out of it because it yeah. kind of, like, stresses me I out. feel like in recent years, I just don't care as much about my birthdays. The last time I did something for my birthday, like, I actually did something, I was in third grade, so. I've only had one birthday party. And as a kid, that, like, broke my heart that I only... I got one, like, when I was 16. I was like, can I please just invite my friends over or whatever? That was the first time, and that was also my last time. <laughs> I just, and I don't care. Never, I don't know. That's just not my jam. But, um, what? A, yeah, but, like, he goes and gets in the elevator, and that's when he meets Gwen. And she's like, oh, are you having a birthday party or whatever? Because he has a little invitation. He's like, yeah, it's at this cool club. And he's like, I'm sorry you can't come because, like, mm. the guest list. And I'm like, no one's going to show up. Mm. And I was, like, going to cry. Yeah. And then he has to work on his birthday because something happened in the electrical mm-hmm. And that place. is how Electro was born. Yeah. And it really was heartbreaking when um, he's in Times Square and he really doesn't know what to do. And he's like, mm-hmm. please stop. I, I'm not trying to do this. And then um, Spider-Man doesn't recognize him. So then Electro was like, what do you mean you don't recognize me? Don't I look exactly the same? Isn't that my skin's blue? <laughs> and I know what, his gap was gone. Oh, really? When he became Electro, the gap was gone. But you could tell it was a fake gap. You could tell that it was, like, grease paint. Because, <laughs> like, in different lighting, you could see, like, where the teeth were. Wow. And I'm like, as a true gap goddess, I would know. Wow. I mean, I used to have a gap as a kid. <laughs> She's here. She's here to stay for the rest of my life. She's not going anywhere. You know what? Gaps are unique. Gaps make your smile special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... I didn't really like the whole three villain type of thing because Harry Osborn just kind of swooped in after Electro. We could have been done after Electro. Mm-hmm. And then I think the only reason they really made Harry a villain is to give him a reason for Gwen to die. Yeah. And then Harry, like, they're, him and Peter are supposed to be friends, but this time it, like, really doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I said really 400 times in that sentence. I'm sorry. But... So, Harry gets shipped off to boarding school at age 11. Peter goes to live with Aunt May at age 6. So, they were, like, So, they knew friends. each other for maybe five years. Mm-hmm. Maybe. It's assuming they met when he mm-hmm. first went there. And then he comes back, and they're in their 20s. Because they're in college. I'm like... You know what I find really odd is that Peter went to say to Harry, he said... Like, you were there for me when my parents died. I said, how there for you can someone who's yeah. six years old be? Yeah, I, I didn't really interpret, like, when they were friends or whatever, because I kind of forgot. So I was like, were they, like, teenagers or whatever? And then I realized, like, they're six years old, and they just met. Like, oh, I'll be here for you. And then the is probably like, so your dad, your your parents died in a plane crash? or what? I mean, they didn't know that he died in a plane crash, but he was like, oh, Cool. He's probably like, un- he's like, that's so cool. My Does dad owns a plane. <laughs> or something dumb. Maybe my dad was driving the plane. <laughs> Maybe my dad plane. <laughs> oh my God. I hate myself. Oh my goodness. Oh, there was a little celebrity cameo. I don't know if anyone knows it out there. Um, Felicia is played by Felicity 
What's her last name? I can't remember. Who's Felicia? Felicity Jones. I mean, I knew it was Felicity because the only celebrity I know is Felicity Jones. When uh, Harry's like, you know what? You all work for Felicia now. Oh, that I recognize her from somewhere. Hold on. Yeah, she's I got, from. I know what she's from. Well, I don't know if it's what you know she's from. Okay, what do you think she's from? The Theory of Everything. She plays oh, Stephen Hawking's wife. And then Eddie Redmayne, who's also amazing and incredible mm-hmm. and wonderful. He is like science. And she's like arts. And they both end up together. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, okay. I recognize her. Okay. So. Oh, my, okay. No, sorry. I thought my microphone fell off. <laughs> okay. Um, so Gwen Stacy's death. So she dies from her head, like, Hitting the ground. I thought her spine snapped. I don't know. Something snapped and it was bad. But she obviously hit her head and I was like, ooh, that does not look good. But there was no blood or anything. I don't see. There's a lot of discrepancy about how she died. I didn't think it was head. It just, I mean, she hit her head. So that's what I thought. But something did crack. I thought it was her. Okay. So if you haven't seen the scene, she's falling from this like clock tower and he shoots the web and it like gets her at the waist and I'm thinking what happened, it caught her, but the, because the webs are kind of elasticy, mm-hmm. when it sprang back up, it kind of like, kind like of bent snapped her. her spine. Um, say what you want about this movie. That scene was really beautiful, and Andrew Garfield did such a good job with that that scene. It was really like pretty. Yeah, it was In like a messed up kind of way. Yeah, and then the spy, the web was like a little hand like reaching out mm. for her, and then Andrew's like, "Stay with me, stay with me." I'm like, first of all, she's already gone. So. <laughs> yeah, and all the clock parts are falling around her, and like I thought that was symbolic of oh, there's not enough time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Wow. We love an English literature major. We love symbolism around here. Um, I wrote, hold on, where is it, where is it, where is it? Oh, they dressed Gwen the same way Gwen Stacy's dressed for the comic, for the death scene, and I thought that was cool. Oh, that's cool. Because, like, she has, like, that same turquoise kind of coat and, like, the same color skirt. Well, I didn't see it coming because I don't know anything about Gwen Stacy. I put something about... I'm looking through my nose, looking through my nose, looking, 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 looking through my nose. I'm dancing. No, we can see. Oh, when they were having the, <laughs> the heartfelt, like we talked about a little bit earlier, but I like couldn't find my note for it. They were having Aunt May and Peter, they were having this little heartfelt conversation about, you are my boy, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And that touched me emotionally. Did I mention it in the podcast or did I say it before the podcast that I really like that scene? I think it's in the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, That's that, one of my favorite scenes that of the That scene was movie. so, because I really felt for Aunt May. Because you you see Peter struggling. Peter is basically emo Peter again. But he tells her that she is enough. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like, you are the parent. And, like, I thought that was, like, so dope because it kind of just reinforces that idea that your biological parents are not necessarily the people who raise you yeah. and shape you. And I was like, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes a village. It takes a village. Or just an Aunt May. Just an aunt who knows what she's doing. Yeah, and she's like working this nurse nursing shift, and I was like, I do, I do find it funny though when the city was out of power. This nursing Aunt May is just a nursing student. I mean, she's probably a first year. She becomes like the head nurse. She's like, she's like, okay, guys, the power comes in. She's like, okay, everyone, get back to work. (laughs) Meredith, Derek, Christina, I'm like, like, what's happening? Not like Alex, get back here. Did you notice that the rats in the first movie were named after um, Fred and Wilma from the Flintstones? 
I didn't. I didn't know if there was like a connection or something. <laughs> but like that's that, that was their names, Fred and Wilma. Um. Oh, B J Novak's in it. He is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember what his part was, but I was like, oh, that's B J. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Let me see what he was. B J Novak from The Office, which I have been watching. Oh, I wrote down she handed him a lettuce sandwich for breakfast, and then that during the laundry <laughs> sheriff scene. Uh, let's see. He played Alistair Smith. Oh my god, you know who else is in it? Who? A.D. Bryant from Saturday Night Live. Hmm. She's dressed as the Statue of Liberty and she's like, nice outfit. There's just so many cameos. And they're really movies. small cameos. Yeah, let me see what he played. Because uh, I can't remember the character that well. Let's see. He looks like Ryan Reynolds right here. <laughs> My boy. Right. I don't remember that as well. I just remember seeing him walk towards the elevator or something. I think he's the guy that told Max he had to stay back and fix the electricity thing. Oh, okay. Well, but I don't know what his character's name was or anything. Mm. Oh, I wrote down in the beginning of the second movie. So, the graduation's happening when Stacey's valedictorian. And, um... Of course. Like, he's second... In his class. You wonder why he's... She's like, I'm pretty sure. You wonder why you're second. Because I cheated on Quizlet. That's her. She, like, pulls out her (laughs) head. She's like... Yeah, he basically couldn't couldn't think of how to defeat Electro, and she just said something about battery. She's like, you wonder why you're second. I'm like, like, girl, now is not the time to be competitive. (laughs) But, um, so basically, it's graduation, and Gwen is calling Peter, like, boy, where you at? Mm -hmm. And he's like... I'm like, mom, wait, or whatever. Mm. My graduation, if you weren't there during the lineup, you wouldn't be in it. Like, that's the thing. But mm-hmm. he just runs up when they call his name. Is wearing a backpack. Like, that's not suspicious at all. Yeah, and then what really threw me was when he takes the gown off after the graduation, he shows Aunt May his diploma, which you know there wouldn't have been anything in there because mm. they don't give it to you right away. He's wearing a Thrasher shirt. How are you... See, at my graduation, you were never allowed to just walk in. Like, you had no. to, there was a dress code. You had to wear certain types of shoes. You had to wear a certain color. Like, your tassels had to be, like, in a certain order. Mm-hmm. And, like, you wouldn't have been allowed to wear that backpack. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you wouldn't have been allowed to wear, like, sneakers, I don't think. Because our school, we had a dress code, too. Like, yeah. guys had to have, like, like, you know, like, the black dress pants and, like, mm-hmm. the dress shoes. Like, you had to look. appropriate and like girls they were a little bit more lenient for girls like there were girls who wore like jumpsuits or girls who wore rompers or we weren't allowed we weren't allowed to wear pants yeah that was my school i think you could wear pants because there were like some people like dresses just aren't their jam yeah we weren't allowed to wear uh pants but you couldn't wear like jeans or anything i remember there was this one girl she graduated a year below me and she doesn't wear dresses like, she was not going to wear a dress, and they finally just let her wear pants. I mean, I don't think you should make girls wear dresses. No. So I had to go out and buy a white dress. We all had to wear white because our, our gowns were white. But then the next year after I graduated, they I think they were, like, green. The, um, the gowns were green. So I was like, you're telling me I had to wear a white gown? Ours didn't matter because our gowns were blue. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so. But I had a white dress with black polka dots. I had a white dress, and it was, like, high neck, and it was long sleeve. 
and I've never worn it ever again. Same, but it's like in my closet because yeah. I can't get rid of it because sentimental reasons. Yeah. But that's the same with my prom dress. It's just in there. Same. I have like both of my prom dresses just chilling. Mm. Wow, both prom dresses while well, I have one. I went junior and senior year. They didn't do, uh, they started junior, uh, junior senior prom when I was a senior and everybody was so mad about it. Junior prom? Well, they or were together. Life. Like, they weren't That's like, how ours was. It wasn't separate. Oh, okay. Like, but my junior year prom, terrible, awful. Senior year? Yeah. I was there for it. So we're about to hit the one hour mark and there are probably plenty of other things we could have talked about because the list I made for these movies was thick, but I think it's time to do a... Okay, so for this week, we're going to do a quiz called You're Either a Disney Princess or a Marvel Hero, but which one? By Matthew Perpetua. Perpetua. A BuzzFeed staff member. Perpetua. I don't know. And it's recent, May 12th. 2018 we'll put the link in the description i guess like a good question is like just before we get into this who's your favorite disney princess bell i love bell i respect her honestly like i just i think i relate to her because i love books and i tend to always go for the beast <laughs> <laughs> i think i um my favorite is mulan Ooh, nice choice. I I loved Milan as a kid. I just love like that the movie movies. Was, that movie was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm like a big Beauty and the Beast person. I have been since I was a kid, and I was so happy to see Emma Watson, Hermione, as Belle. I know I know all these Harry Potter people have tried to get away from the Harry Potter world, but you know what? I will always see them as my Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, can't relate. So, first question is, what is something you think everyone likes about you? Which I've always said I hate these questions. <laughs> these make me want to vomit because it's very narcissistic. But, okay, options. I am very funny. I have a wild imagination. I am well-read and knowledgeable on a variety of topics. There's a lot of choices for yeah. this. I have excellent taste and impeccable style. That's definitely me. <laughs> I am a fashion queen. I say in my Allie and AJ shirt. <laughs> I am funny, but in a sarcastic, witty sort of way. I'm kind and generous. I'm very self-sufficient. I'm outrageously good looking. Again, these are just too accurate. Like, I'm my own tin. <laughs> I always keep my promises. I know who I am, and I'm always true to myself. So this is what... We think somebody thinks about us. Yeah. So, I don't really know. Should we do each other's, like, just for this question? Sure. Hmm. I think you are very funny. Wow. I'm shook. (laughs) (laughs) You are... You probably keep your promises. I don't know. We haven't made too many promises for us to keep to each other. I mean, I show up every Thursday, I guess. I'm going to say you're very funny. Wow. Except for when that depression comes out, my, yeah. my dudes. Um, but I that's, say, that's the one you click, though. For Katie, I would say... Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I'd say I'm very self-sufficient because she goes to the movies by herself, and I feel like I can't do that. I mean... If that's what you think of me, okay, but okay. it's like, you know, like some people are like independent enough and they're like, I can go out to eat by myself and not freak out. Let's see, I can't do that. I can go to the movies by myself and not freak out. Like me, I would have me like sitting in the car having a full on like episode. I mean, I'm going to a concert by myself next month and I'm like freaking out a little, but you know what? 
we're going to try it. I can't either. I went to my first concert this summer, and it was, like, not even that big of a deal, and I was, like, mm. freaking out. So, I'm like, I am very self-sufficient. Which of these images pleases you the most? So, um, I guess I'll just describe it. There's some bookshelves. <laughs> That's definitely me. A mountain scene. Some pizza. That's definitely me again. A wow. girl sliding on her little heel with her tights. Now that is Gwen Stacy. That's <laughs> me on my way to work. <laughs> um, there's a little It like, looks like reef a reef thing. There's a beach, a beer, the Statue of Liberty, and ice cream. Pleases me the most, huh? I do like the bookshelf. It's very organ. I do want, like, when I get my own place, I just want a wall full of books, like, a bookshelf wall. Mm-hmm. And I'll put anything I want in it because it's my house and my rules. I think I'm going to pick ice cream. Ice cream is pretty good. Like, here's the deal, though. I'm not even a big ice cream fan. But whenever I'm, like, with my friends in the summer, I'm like, let's go to Jenny's. Yeah. Jenny's is good. We, we went the other day. When I was spending all my money acting like I got those Oprah dollars when we know I don't. Mm. And I was like, I'm getting it some ice. Oprah's a true self-made billionaire, so maybe you could be the same. I did a report on her in second grade. In second grade? I mean, I put her in a paper from my freshman year of college about fem- feminism in television. We had to do, like, black history, like, people, and I was like, Oprah. Oprah. Choose one of these TV shows. Property Brothers. That's actually my mom. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> That's my sister. That like property. She's like, yeah, that one's the cute one. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, Keeping up with the Kardashians, Parks and Rec, Game of Thrones, Crazy Ex Girlfriend. I've never seen that. I don't I even know what that is. Heard of it, but I've never seen it. Stranger Things, Vanderpump Rules. I saw an SNL skit on that, but I've never actually watched it. Yeah, I've never seen it. Top Chef, and then Empire, which is my grandma. I think my dad's seen Empire. <laughs> but I'm going to pick Stranger Things because this is actually... I mean, I've watched Keeping Up With Kardashians, but I'm not going to pick that over Stranger Things. I have to pick Stranger Things because that's the only one that I... Yeah. Act, I've, I mean, I used to watch Keeping Up With Kardashians too, but... Yeah. I've never, I've never seen Game of Thrones. Everybody always says Game of Thrones is just, like, the best show ever. I think it's too late for me to jump into that yeah. now. But, like, the season's ending. I think the next season is going to be, like, the last one. So maybe... They'll put it on Netflix, and I'll just be like, binge watch it. Anyway, Stranger Things. Which animal do you relate to the most? There's a chimpanzee, a lion, yeah. <laughs> a little bird of some sort. Side note, I hate birds. Okay. That's I something new we learned about you. I rooted fear. Like, I hate them. I don't want them near me. Like, ew. I don't like them. It's something about those feet and those beaks and those eyes. Can't I do once it. found a dead bird on the sidewalk, like, going up to my house. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> it was so weird. I would evaporate, honestly. Yeah. The only birds I care about, hummingbirds, they can come through. The rest of them die. Hummingbirds are so cute. Um, there's a little black cat, a sweet little Labrador, a horse that's doing that thing where they stand on the back of legs. <laughs> A polar bear that looks kind of cute, but it's probably vicious. A fox, and then, like, a falcon or something. Or an eagle. I don't know. Some kind of, like, vicious bird. So, it's what we relate to the most, not which one we like the most. And, personally, I relate to a cat because I can be lazy. But, you know what? If you pet me, I might just love you a little bit. But, if you pet me too much, I just, like, my hiss at you. 
So I'm gonna um, pick cat. I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick polar bear. Why I feel is like that? I need to explain this. Okay, so I feel like when I first meet people, they're like, oh, she's approachable, whatever. But then you try me that one time and I'm ready to like rip somebody's throat out. That can also be a cat though. So but I feel like I'm more laid back. Taylor, on the other hand, is just a beast. A little bit. Like, <laughs> no, I think it's just like that little bit of petty that everyone has, but mine's like just cranked up a little bit yeah. more. I'll read the choices on this one because it's pretty long. What kind of people annoy you the most? I'm ready. <laughs> Rude people who talk over you when you try to speak. Me. People condescendingly <laughs> explaining things to me that I know all about. People have no appreciation for literature and culture. Bossy people are always telling you what to do. Petty, jealous people. People who abuse their power and take advantage of people with le- less privilege. Dumb, ignorant people. People who have no idea how to save, have, how to have a good time. Or selfish, irresponsible people. I think I know the one that I'm going to make. I have no idea because I was just reading them. I, um, Some of them are actually me. <laughs> um, I'm making people who condescendingly explain things to me that I know all about. I feel like all of this just annoys me, but I have to. I can't choose. I don't know what to choose. So you're picking people who explain. I just I, I hate condescending people. I hate it. I remember when I was like when the you remember that when the Taylor Swift 1989 came out like that was like a really big deal. Well, I was telling my friends about. It. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get her 1989 album. My friend was like, it's 1999. I was like excuse you like who's a bigger taylor swift fan around here and i was like obsessed isn't it her birth year yeah i was like it's 1989 she's like why would it be 1989 i'm like because it's her birth year oh my god um it's definitely not people who have no idea how to have a good time because i honestly just don't care i don't pay attention to people like that um i'm gonna say rude people who talk over you when you try to speak because that is super annoying that's me I mean, I mean, I don't notice you doing it. I, like, notice myself doing it, but I don't do it to be like, um, I'm more important. Everyone else shut up. My sister does it. I just feel like I just did it to you. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> I think I get, like, excited, and yeah. I just want to, like, say it's not me being like, actually, my thought's more important than yours. That's how I feel. I'll get excited about something. I'm like, oh, I got to get this out. And I have to say it before I forget or before the conversation changes yeah. topic. Choose a cartoon character. Lisa Simpson. I almost said Lisa Thompson. I don't know why. <laughs> Lisa Simpson, Princess Bubblegum, uh, Jean Belcher. Is that? I'm sorry. Some of these characters I probably don't know about, and they're He's prob- from Bob's Burgers. Okay, like I don't watch cartoons, so I'm sorry. Rich Rick Sanchez, Agret Suko. I don't even know. Uh, Naruto Garnett, Saitama. L- uh, Lana Kane. I'm sorry, I just Lana Kane. Well, Garnet is Garnet. That's all I had to Garnett, say. Sarnet, uh, sorry, I'm just gonna say Lisa Simpson because I really just don't know anything about cartoons. Um, I think I'm gonna go Jean because I really like Bob's Burgers. I just don't like cartoons. So, I mean, I'm sorry. I know everybody loves Rick and Morty and Bob's Burgers, but I it's never just not got for into me. Rick and Morty. It's just not for me. And I've seen The Simpsons, so I'm just gonna say Lisa Simpson. I, the first time I saw The Simpsons was, like, last year. Mm. I watched it when I was a kid. Like, I think I saw The Simpsons movie, but not the TV show. Oh, okay. Oh, is it my turn? Oh, what is something you think people dislike about I you? didn't know if it was my turn. <laughs> I figured. 
What's something you think people dislike about you? Uh, let's not do this for each other because we don't want to like. No, because I already like no. Okay, I am a snarky jerk. That is totally Taylor. Honestly, <laughs> I always have my head in the clouds. I'm kind of annoying. I have totally unrealistic expectations about the world. <laughs> That's kind of me in some way. I am too impulsive and reckless. That's not me at all. I am too snobby. I am too uptight and don't know how to relax. I can't let go of the past. I take everything too seriously. I am independent to a fault. I think I'm torn between I'm kind of annoying and I can't let go of the past. Mine is I can't let go of the past or I am too uptight and don't know how to relax. Because <laughs> I am kind of uptight. And I think that kind of is because I can't let go of the past. So, like the past, like if someone quote unquote wronged me in the past like I can't see that person in a different light but if I feel like I've grown so I'm gonna say I'm too uptight and don't know how to relax well now I like delete my memories of people like if I just like in your head just like I'm not even kidding like if you've ever seen me sit there and hard blink that's me like deleting Mm -hmm. um I think I'm gonna put I'm kind of annoying because I always think I like annoy people and that's why I don't want to like reach out you don't annoy me just saying that warmed my heart. You're supposed to say I know how to relax now. Katie <laughs> is so casual and chill. Like, she has her feet kicked up on the table. I know you can't see it. I am not. But she has, like, a margarita in this hand. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, I am. It's happy hour in here. Yes. Okay, this is our last one. I got... <gasps> what? What did you get? I got you got Spider-Man. Wait, you got Spider-Man? That is so cool. I got Belle, and she's my favorite Disney princess. That's my favorite Marvel hero. Whoa. And I like Marvel heroes more than princesses. I think I thought it would have been, like, Switch. Yeah, this is really odd. So, I got, you are intelligent and well-read, but you have tendency to be distracted by your vivid imagination. I can see that. But that's not really a flaw. You're at your best when you're creative and open-minded. I feel like that does kind of represent me, and that's probably why I like Belle. I just read that. What is I'm shaking. Okay. okay. You got Spider-Man. You are hardworking and responsible and are willing to go out of your way to help other people. Sometimes I self-sabotage to help other people, <laughs> like, honestly. You can be a bit nervous and insecure at times. True. But try to cover it up with lots of jokes. Oh, that is you. They came for me with that. They knew that, like, humor is my coping mechanism, so I don't sit there and cry. I mean, that's kind of, I, humor is my coping mechanism, and I feel like people don't really get that with me. But I do, like, understand where I am, like, with Belle. But I wish I was, like, a Marvel superhero. I was not expecting that. that wow. Those are some, like, normally, like, when we take quizzes, we were like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I expected that. This was, like... This was actually pretty accurate, to yeah. be honest. I'm like, this is so Busty, like, okay, who was the person who did this quiz? Let's see. Um, Matthew Perpetua. Matthew Perpetua, you did a really good job. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. So, tell us, are you a Marvel superhero or a Disney princess? Which one did you get? We'll put the link in the description. Tell us. And this is going to be the end of the podcast. A very long, thick, juicy one. So, next week's podcast, we don't know what we're doing, but we'll figure it out. I think I have an idea. I think... But I was thinking about doing like a March Madness Disney shows. We did talk about this. Why did I say yeah, I don't know what we're doing? Well, we, I kind of like see, forgot about it. You can't see us, but we're doing the evil, uh, we're evil like scientists. We're our fingers together. <laughs> Ooh. 
Um, anyways, and then after that, we're gonna finish the Spider-Man movie reviews with Tom Holland's Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm ready. I am ready because I want this to be done. I'm ready because I get to like pirate this online because I don't own it. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I own it. <laughs> I love someone who's snobby. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Courage and Doll. I almost forgot. And check out the blog for additional links couragedollpodcast.wordpress.com once again that's couragedollpodcast.wordpress.com and that's all our links because we have no nothing else see you next see you next time bye bye bye